Hello and you are welcome to Dan and Dara Doability. This is episode 23. I am Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Good afternoon, Dan. How are you? I am pretty good now, to be honest. Sun is shining. Mm-hmm. Beautiful day out there. Certainly is. Absolutely stunning. What, 26 degrees or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, we should probably be outside doing this, but it's way too hot. So our first story, Dan, I think we need to warn people it's a little bit grim. Yeah, it is a, it is a little bit dark, um, but I just, I just thought it was important to um, talk about and to raise awareness of and I suppose to get uh, opinions on as well. Because I've read this a couple of times and I'm still a little bit, uh, well I say a little bit, I'm still quite divided on it. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to hear what you think and what our listeners think. Basically, it's an article that I found in The Sun. And the headline goes, um, I'm not sorry, mum reveals she's putting her disabled son into care so she can forget he exists. Which is... It's a hell of an opener, Dan. Yeah. But then when we, when we read on, it says that she's not sorry about her decision. Um... So this is a, a seven year. She has a seven year old um, boy who is severely disabled, and she's also a mother to a twelve year old, as well. The mother has said that her husband passed away in a work accident three years ago, but she is convinced that he killed himself because of their younger son. Which I I read that, and at the time. I hadn't read on to figure out what his condition was, but even at that, without knowing, you know, it's it's that's dark as it is. Mm-hmm. Do you know? She also says that when she became pregnant, uh, she was told that her son would have um, Down syndrome and that they could handle that, uh, even if it was severe, which is. Okay, that's good. A good start. And then she says, he'll never be anything more than he is now or has ever been. And what he is is nothing. That's just decidedly cold. Um, She continues, he doesn't appear to have any awareness and never has. His eyes are locked in in one position. He doesn't respond to noise, touch or pain. He is capable of nothing. He is tube fed and on oxygen. He's in diapers and will be forever. He makes no sounds, no attempts to communicate. He never even really cried as a baby. I didn't get an imperfect child. I didn't get a child. I don't love him. He doesn't have any personality. There is nothing to love and yet I'm responsible for it. That's pretty heavy, Dan. Yes. Yeah, very much so. And uh, I, I, I was shocked uh, reading it. It's tough to read in, in a number of levels because you, you can understand in a sense where, she, where she's coming from in that she sees that he's, he's, he's non-responsive and all that that encompasses. But at the same time, he's there and there is something there. You just need to... You always need to to nurture something like that, and I I've I've spoken, um, about this a number of times, about like 
given somebody and from what i can understand from this article is that she has given him him time and, and things like that but at the same time she's saying that he she's putting him into care and then and then wanting to forget that he ever i mean that's just that's a whole whatever about putting somebody into into a care home which is fine i mean it's not an ideal situation and it's difficult um but if it has to be done it has to be done there's one thing doing that and then it's another thing not wanting to see your son at all yeah ever again ever again Mm. i mean for me for me that's a little bit extreme and there has um she has said that she can't tell anyone this she can't she can't even even tell a therapist and unsurprisingly because of how uh well i would say shocking this this uh article is there's been a lot of um a lot of comments on it one person has said i'm sorry for you because you are obviously having a hard time and emotionally at the end of your rope which is why you're venting here which is completely understandable i think you'll get lots of hate for posting this however that's the last thing you need you're being honest you can't handle this putting the child in a residential facility may be the right thing to do for your family for him as well as for you and your other son you're not harming him another said i hope a lot of your anger fades with time but i don't think your actions are wrong a number of others suggested that she finds a new therapist with one message reading, if you feel you cannot speak with yours, please go seek, seek out a new one. Uh, as I mentioned before, I mean, I'm I'm very much 50-50 on this in terms of not who's at fault, but I suppose who I'm more sympathetic towards, should we say? Yeah, or far. Yeah. Mm. Um... I mean, it's uh, as one of the commenters said in the article. It's it's clear that she is kind of emotionally in the end of a rope, and that she's emotionally drained and all that kind of thing. So there is that possibility her mind will change in the future, and I I I just hope it does. So yeah, we we just wish uh, the mother and the family all the best. Um. And yeah, I just I just thought it was it was important to bring that up to well I suppose to get your opinion on it and to get our listeners' opinion on it because it definitely struck me as something that was very kind of out there, shall we say? Yeah, it's an incredibly tough one, Dan. Um, yeah. So thank you for that grimness. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. Uh, these, these things have to be talked about. You can't. We can't just go. Mm, yeah, well, you know, don't don't worry about it. It'll be fine. It's somebody else's problem. But yeah, conversation needs to be had. Yes, for sure. Bit of positivity, then, Dan. You found uh, an interesting article on seatbelt covers. Yeah. So this is a mum's idea in Victoria, in Australia. Um, she wanted to warn the emergency services of her child's medical information if they were in an accident and um, she couldn't communicate with them herself or the child that is um, or the mum 
neither. So this is a seatbelt cover idea that there's a picture with the article here and we will share the link uh, when the podcast goes out. The one that's shown in, in the picture here is um, I have autism. I may resist help. So I, I just find that ingenious. Yeah, I mean, it's very clever. You know, it's a simple little yeah, simple solution to a problem you never want to hope or what did you hope you never encounter? Yes, for sure. And uh, I think it it kind of those kind of situations are dramatic enough as it is. <laughs> Absolutely. So I I think it provides the opportunity to kind of insert a little bit of calm. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, just tell the, in that in that in that case, I suppose, and we do know that um, children with autism may suppose anyone in the event of an accident might react slightly differently but if if, if first responder arrives mm. at the scene of a crash and they, they at least have a head start going you know why does this child not want to get out of the car and get rescued it's not because they don't want to it's yeah just it's just a part of the condition they may have it's a natural response exactly there's plenty of other ones as well i mean there's one where it says i'm i'm deaf and i have a cochlear implant um and then there's there's so, as a result of that, there's there's uh, no MRI, which is very important. Very very important. Yeah, this lady shared shared her idea with the world on Facebook, which is personalized by Nash. And she wrote underneath it. She said, "I always wonder what would happen if I was in a car accident with my daughter in the car, and I was unable to let the doctors know that my daughter could not have an MRI due to having a cochlear implant." Now I don't have to worry about that with these um, seatbelt covers. These can be made for any special needs that the medical team will need to know if you are una- if you are unable to tell them. And Natalie told Female, a website, that she was overwhelmed by the interest, saying these children might have a medical bracelet, but those are quite small. So I thought this is something emergency services would notice straight away. And yeah, that that's completely spot on because it it's nice and big and and there's plenty of color around it. As we mentioned earlier, on, it's very very simple. It just it it wraps around the seatbelt. Uh it's it's like um I'm not precisely sure of the material, but it looks like a a it's funny, you know, because like I, I've, I'd gotten things like that similar for the kids, but it had no message on it. It right. was more for comfortable comfort from the seatbelt. Okay. So those those things are out there, but this is just putting a message on it. It is just it, it's so simple. Yeah. Because seatbelts don't sit particularly well on small people when they're in the back of a car and stuff like that. So these are just they're about maybe a foot long and they're they're fluffy or whatever. Yeah. And they just keep that scaldy seatbelt off the child. This does exactly the same thing. I presume it's probably as comfortable as well. Yeah. But it gives that message. It can be taken off as well. There's another picture there of an image with uh, a girl one with her uh, on her backpack. Yeah. Telling the exact same information. You know, imagine sending your child off on a school tour or something like that. And there you go. Taken care of. Absolutely. I, ju- I just think it's a brilliant idea. And the exchange rate means you can get them for eight euro. Because it's, I think it's 15 Australian dollars. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would be eight euro in our money. Um, in real money, Dan. Uh, which is a steal. Brilliant. Um, as I said, yeah, we'll we'll link the 
the website and the Facebook page. It's personalized by Nat. And you can just while you're speaking about. You can find us as well. Yeah, funnily uh, enough, at uh, Dan and Dara Doability on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and at gmail.com. We're hosted on SoundCloud. You'll you find us on iTunes. And now on Spotify. Also on Spotify, yeah. Yeah. All at Dan and Dara Doability. So now, Dan, we have a bit of homework for next week. Right. Um, we're going to talk about um, Toy Story 4. Yeah. Okay. So, only in the movies, only coming out. Uh, neither of us have seen it yet. Um, mm-hmm. But there's been a huge amount of debate. Yeah. I, d- I didn't say this about, about well, a number of different things. Firstly, um, racial representation. And then, and then secondly, as well, you, you, you mentioned to me earlier on about disability. Yeah, the representation of the disability. They're having a Mickey fit out there about it. So we're not going to do any... Well, spoiler alert. I suppose let's, we, might as well, we are going to speak about it to, to some degree. Um, but there's a character in the movie called Gabby Gabby. It's a doll from the 50s and she's lost her voice. Right. Well, she's, lost, she's no snappy catchphrases. Okay. And it kind of revolves around that and Bo Peep and feminism and, you know, who she's getting her advice, who Gabby Gabby gets her advice from in the movie and how disability is represented and all sorts. Now, it's mental. Right. We know we, we, we kind of went, a fucking cartoon. <laughs> yeah. You know, will you relax, lads, will you, for God's sake? But I suppose it's not. Yeah, I mean, there, there's an element of that and there's also, there's also the element of... The very fact that it is a kids movie, yeah, means, but it's not. It's not developed by kids. Yeah, yeah, means that you're you're impressionable at an early age. But yeah, I I do agree with you in terms of is this kind of just I I don't know, as as you mentioned we'll we'll be able to talk about this in more detail once um I plan on on seeing it next week hopefully hopefully that will will happen, but yeah is this just a case of you know trying to find an issue yeah looking for fault looking for yeah oh good lord couldn't he not at least have had one character of color or whatever or mm. it just i i am i'm kind of going that's come on it's just a cartoon we leave it alone will you but uh yeah no we'll we'll be able to talk about that in in greater detail and i suppose have our 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 opinions yes and our arguments done in 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 proper order by next week yeah i'm looking forward to that actually because i'll I'll be i'll be keeping that in in mind when i'm watching the movie now now that it's been brought to my attention how is the roll and stroll going then it's going well um i there was a bit of a pause there dan yeah no, on, on the on the grand scheme of things, it's going well. I had a bit of a, a slow week in terms of what I missed uh, Tuesday training, I think it was. Um, just, I, I can't remember what the reason was, but I missed it and I was disappointed with myself. Um, but yeah, I've, I've increased the intensity this week from, from 8 to 9. So I'll be finishing it this week and then... Next week, uh, will be a little bit different because um, where I'm I'm out in in Clontar for the week, so I'll I'll try and incorporate. As yeah, much, be different something. Yeah, as much training as I can, and then when I get back to to doing my bike at home, it'll be up to 
10 and so as, as I mentioned before I'm gonna kind of gradually increase it as as the time gets nearer mm. to the actual 5k and uh, yeah no but I'm I'm seeing small benefits to it which is nice um, just in terms of having that little bit more energy uh, through the course of the day which is really really nice and I suppose it's cool when I like it I suppose when you get it done early because then it's done and you know you've done it whereas yeah. if you couldn't you're not going to go oh jeez I'll do this later on oh, yeah Jesus. Whereas it, you kind of get up when you do it, and it's like yeah, and you get a get a good run at the day, then after that yeah, absolutely. You're just feeling like you've achieved something. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm enjoying it. It it is it is tough, but it's I'm hoping to see the results when when the five k comes around. Um, speaking of registration for that, we will um pop up the link for that as well very good yeah and just a reminder that it is 12 euro for adults and um a tenner for for kids very good a huge fundraiser yeah yeah uh on the so we need to remind Irish. people we need to remind people that, that that's what this is that it's a massive fundraiser for the Irish Wheelchair Association for the youth branch yes so it, basically this funder, fundraiser will um, fund uh, the Irish Research Association Youth Services as a whole uh, because they get no funding. So for example the Bray Rollers Youth Cafe that we were we went yep. into, that's all funded through uh, donations. Um, yeah, so vitally important, mm. um, and the work they do out there is incredible. So um, yeah, greatly appreciated. All this support would be greatly appreciated. It's on the first of September in uh, Saint Anne's Park in Rahini. Right. We'll we'll share more details as, as things become more apparent as to where people go and what gates are going to be heading in and stuff like that. Yep. Saint Anne's once once we know. Yeah, once absolutely. we know more. I think that's a pretty good place to wrap it up, Dan. I've been Dara McNicholas. And I've been Dan Airy, and we'll talk to you very soon.